the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Love Never Fails Radio. Love Never Fails. Inviting you to join in the fight for love. There are millions of people who are trapped in modern day slavery. Take a stand to do something against this injustice. Join the fight against human trafficking. If you truly love, set the captives Each week, this program sheds light on the needs of vulnerable people in our community who are impacted by human trafficking, homelessness, addiction, and abuse, and celebrates the work of those who are meeting them right where they are and expressing to them that they are precious, valued, and loved. Our goal is to see this radio audience move to compassion demonstrated in acts of service, generosity, and gifts of time. Now, here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, founder and executive director of Love Never Fails, Vanessa Russell. Thanks and welcome to Love Never Fails Radio. We are in the studio today with uh, just a little beautiful young lady who I am so excited to have with me. Her name is Selena Johnson. She is a 23-year-old who entered the foster care system when she was just a few days old. Unfortunately, her biological mother and father struggled with alcoholism and substance abuse, which resulted in her being taken away and placed in foster care. She was born premature, weighing only two pounds and three ounces with several life-threatening health conditions. And ironically, the doctors determined that she wasn't going to survive. And if she did survive, she was going to be severely disabled, unable to walk or talk. But through committed prayer and strong belief, She began to overcome all odds placed against her and grew up to be healthy and strong. Uh, Sadly, her mother and father passed away when she was only three years old, but by the grace of God and commitment to her life um, and and really God's commitment to her life, she's remained uh, and and been healthy, lived a healthy and strong life. And she has now become a passionate advocate for young people, for children, and she is passionate about becoming a NICU nurse. She wants to serve children and families who've been through similar circumstances, give them hope, and be an example that individuals can be inspired uh, by to never give up and always keep the faith. Welcome to the show, Selena. Thank you. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. I'm grateful for the opportunity. Um, and I'm just excited. Yeah. Wow. I, th- so it's just tremendous to see uh, everything that you've overcome. You just graduated from college, of, you know, two months ago, was it? Two months ago, yeah. just graduated. You are rocking it. You're doing amazing things in the community. And we're going to be talking about a, a program that she and, and, and 11 other individuals helped to uh, cultivate and get get approved with this uh, Alameda County Board of Supervisors in just a moment. But before we get to that, you know, we, we just heard a little bit of your story. And, you know, some people, if they had gone through some of the challenges that you went through, um, they might say, you know what, I'm 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 good on helping people. I want to go and and just kind of live my life. What makes you want to give back? What makes you want to help others uh, in the foster care system like you were in? Um, I always, growing up, um, as I went through what I was going through, um, it was really challenging. I never, I never wanted anybody, or I always knew I didn't want anybody to go through the same things that I went through so in order to prevent that I always admired to be some someone different to to be the change that I wanted to see um I 
unfortunately, the circumstances that I faced, they they were unfortunate. They were out of my control. Um, but I always knew that I wanted to be someone that somebody else can look up. Be the person that I wanted for myself. Yeah. Um, and but to also be an example that even though you come from humble beginnings, you can always you can turn that around. You know, your circumstances don't make you, but they build you. They, they build don't you make you, but they build you. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yes. They build you up. They make mm-hmm. you into a pearl, right? <laughs> yeah, they make yeah, exactly. Exactly. Ah, they polish so you, have you to, up. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ooh. And so yeah. tell me, you know, when you were a little girl and you were in foster care, were you in kinship or were you um just with people, you know, were did you have good foster parents? How, how did how did what did that look like? Yeah. Um, so my journey and within the foster care system was different from um the norm. Um I, I was blessed to be placed into a home and remain in that home. I was placed into legal guardianship. Um and I ended up staying with my foster with my first placement ever for 18 years. Um wow. due to them not not having anybody to place me with due to my conditions um, and my health conditions, it was a lot to deal with. So that was something that was sort of like a disadvantage for other people that were looking to adopt. Um, I would say that it was challenging for them to try to make that decision um, Mm -hmm. on whether or not they would be capable of caring for me because um, it was determined that I wasn't going to live. So, yeah. Wow. How does that feel for you to to hear that, that, you know, like I wasn't supposed to live and and here I am. Does that bring some extra meaning to your life or how does that, what does that mean for you? It does. It does. Um, Growing up when my foster mother would tell me, share the story with um, how little I was when I was born, I didn't believe her. It was unbelievable to me, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. To know that that was determined over my life before I had life, mm-hmm. it was, it even to this day is still unbelievable. Um, but I feel like it's power in that, it's power in in everything that I have in store for myself and how I move in in the direction that I'm headed. You know, um, it's power in that. Like I'm a living example that. overcome the odds placed against me you know so yeah and do you did you know when you were growing up that you know did your foster mother tell you while you were growing up that you know your days were 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 limited or measured or did you only find that out later after you already survived I found it out later, um, but I was, I'm really observed. I've always been very observing. Um, my, like I said, my mom was a foster mother for over 20 years. So we had kids coming in and out of the home. Um, so I always wondered, um, where was my mother and father? Where were they? I was trying to figure it out. Um, I just didn't understand it. I did have questions, um, but I wasn't told about my initial diagnosis until I was older because um, it was really complex mm. um, but I always wondered you know where is my mom how come I don't go on visits yeah you know, to go see my parents so yeah I did wonder about it growing up and did you ever get a chance to meet your mom your birth mom um yeah I just don't remember I was a baby I was a little little baby I went on visits with her um I just recently found that out um and yeah I did I did meet my mom before she passed and how about your dad I don't remember I don't remember anything about my dad okay mm-hmm. yeah so so very limited um engagement with your bio parents and it sounds like your foster mom was really your mom right she yeah. was there from yeah. the very beginning and um and kind of sheltered you from some of these difficult diagnoses and also difficult family situations wow um right 
which I think, you know, some could say, oh, you know, that's a shame that you didn't get to know all these things. But, you know, uh, it sounds like it was necessary for you to be um, protected in that way. Mm-hmm. And um, and so when we come back, we're going to take a quick break here. I want to I want to talk a little bit more about that and some of the you know, what you've observed of other foster children and just the foster care system and and some of those protections that are so important that may be contributed to your stability, that the stability that you're experiencing right now. And so uh, let's uh, let's take a quick break. We'll come right back and we'll hear more from Selena. Thanks for listening to Love Never Fails Radio. For more information on this program, visit loveneverfailsus.com. That's loveneverfailsus.com. We'll be right back with more right after these messages. Trash bills weighing you down? At Case Industries, we specialize in lowering waste costs and providing trash consolidation and compaction services for multifamily properties, condos, and commercial shopping centers. Let us help you reduce operating expenses and increase property NOI. Case Industries, saving the planet, saving you money. Contact us today for a property trash and recycling assessment online at caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. That's caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. Case Industries, the property manager's friend. Are you struggling to find peace in your life? Feeling anxious? Or going through a difficult life storm? Scott Dixon, a Christian humanitarian filmmaker and host of the Dove Teachings web series, wants you to know that you are not alone. Go to doveteachings.org to see great Dove teaching lessons, pastor insights, and aspiring testimonies. You can watch the current show and more at doveteachings.org. That's D-O-V-E teachings.org, where you will find peace in your daily life through the teachings of Jesus. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion now into here's the host of Love Never love Fails Radio, Vanessa list. Russell. And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. We again are in the studio today with Miss Selena Johnson, as she is a 23-year-old who uh, is a former foster youth um, who was in foster care from uh, just a few days old when she was just a little wee bitty two pound and three ounce baby with uh, several life-threatening health conditions. And even the doctors even determined that she wasn't going to survive. But here she is um, because of all the prayer and and the, the belief that she would survive over her life and the support that she received from her foster mother. Um, and who has been her mother, um, her foster mom since day one. And so um, we're just hearing a little bit about how that, you know, how her upbringing and how that um, Im- impacted her and shaped and formed who she is today. And we're going to be talking in a minute about some amazing things that she is accomplishing at this time in her life. Uh, she, just get a little, little sneak peek uh, uh that she graduated from college just a, a couple months ago, and she's going to be pursuing a career as a NICU nurse and coming up here. And so, but before we jump into that, Selena, I wanted to go back to during the break you were sharing with me that um, it can be difficult to share, to talk about, you know, your biological parents who've unfortunately passed away and, you know, and, 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 and you, you said that doing so, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but you, you were sharing. What, what were you sharing during the break? Um, that it's, it's a form of healing um, to speak about um, the loss of my parents because I, like, I don't like speaking about it. You know, um, it, it touches my heart a lot. Um, but as you, as you continue to talk about it, um, the weight becomes lighter every time mm-hmm. yeah. um but but yeah mm-hmm. yeah and do you keep certain um you know one of the things so you know my parents have um struggled with mental illness and different challenges and sometimes um i um can get upset about that or 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 discouraged um about that but what i keep in my mind is I try to balance that out with anchoring to maybe something positive that 
I can say about them or I can think about them or something that they're really good at, something that's grounding that helps me realize, you know, they had a lot of shortcomings or have some shortcomings, but there's something redeeming uh, that I can hold on to in some of those difficult times. Do you do that with your parents, Um, birth parents? I do. I do. I try to remember um, the good, even though I don't know too much about them. I try to remember um, what they would have wanted in my life. They wouldn't have wanted me to make the same um, decisions. Uh, I'm sorry. It's okay. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I know. Um, Yeah. Oh, sweetie. It's okay. It's an emotional topic. Um, yeah, you know, I just I'll try to keep positive, positive yeah. thoughts, um, positive thoughts. Um, and I'll try to envision a life where they weren't in that addiction mm-hmm. or um the struggle. I'll try to envision that and how they wouldn't they wouldn't have wanted me to go in the same direction that they would have in in a way my life, me being alive, um, I'm a vessel of them. Um, mm. and That's beautiful. The life, yeah, the life that they would have had, you know, if they didn't have those struggles. Because um, everybody has struggles. Uh, so, yeah, I'm a vessel of them, of the both of them. In wow. This life. Yeah. And the best vessel ever. Yeah, a beautiful vessel. Mm -mm -mm. They would be very, very proud of you. Thank you. As I am, very, very proud. So, yeah. So that's good. What I hear in what you're saying, Selena, if you don't mind me saying, is that you found a way to forgive them, um, and 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 know that they they would want the best for you. And that for me is a very empowering and very loving thing to say to yourself. And I think it's true too. I think it's absolutely based in truth. So that's beautiful. Mm -hmm. So, well, and your foster mom has been there supporting you along the way. And I'm sure your foster mom is who you just call mom, right? You just call your foster mom, mom. Okay. It's okay. Call her mom. Okay. Yeah. That's my mom. Yeah. Okay. Mom (laughs) is just doing it. Huh? She just, your biggest Um, fan. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. She, she is heaven seen. She like the way God directed her into my life. Like I love my mom. Uh, I love my mom. She is an angel in disguise. Um, I I would never want to take her for granted. You know, as a young adult uh, teenager, you you sometimes do take your parents for granted. But my mom, she she's she's taught me. She's made me the woman I am today. She is all credit to her um, and her powerful commitment and just belief in me when everybody didn't believe in me when everybody went against me or had from from the first day of life really. Um, when I was first placed into her care, she she instantly spoke life into my life when everybody spoke the opposite, you know. So that's my mom. I love my mom. Mm. Mm-hmm. So sweet. I love it. Well, mm-hmm. I um I think that she had I mean, she has really come alongside you and helped you to blossom into this beautiful, powerful young lady. That is going to help many, many other young people. And um, I I am so we're going to talk a little bit. I'll just kind of open this up, but then we'll probably need to go to a break and um, come back and talk some more about it. But this program that you and 11 other um, former foster youth created uh, mm-hmm. called the Nourish, Empower and Trust Growth Movement, NET Growth Movement. Wow. Mm-hmm. That has Basically, um, it was set up to provide former foster youth a monthly stipend of $1,000 a month for a total of 24 months. And because of the effort and the design 
uh, team that the design team put together in creating this. Um, it was uh, cultivated. It was presented to the board of supervisors and they approved it, a pilot that will start in January 2023. And the hope is that it will uh, it will run. Well, the plan now is that it will run for two years and then the hope is that it will become a permanent program. And what I just love about this is that this provides people that are in that tender age of 22 to 24, the opportunity to just kind of adjust, right? It's not, you know, one of the things that we see happening is this complete cutoff that happens at 21, right? You just cut off. And, Mm -hmm. and that's so difficult for anyone. I mean, bio kids, if Mm -hmm. I, if I cut them off at 21 and said, you know, bye, don't, don't contact me. Don't, you know, I got nothing for Mm -hmm. you. I I wish you well. It would be a harsh reality that many that could cause people to fall into a depression, into homelessness, living in tents. And so when we come back, we're going to take a break. And I want to hear from you, Selena. What made you guys like, you know, shape it this way, design it this way? Um, What was the impact that you were seeing? And why is this program going to make such a difference? for former foster youth as they go on with their lives. We'll come right back. And thanks for listening to Love Never Fails Radio. To join in the fight for love, visit loveneverfailsus.com. Don't go away. Love Never Fails Radio will return right after these messages from our sponsors. This is Dr. Miluna Fausch. I am honored to serve on the advisory board of Love Never Fails, where each voice matters as lives are restored. Thank you for your support. Let's face it, you are making a pitch for something every day. Your verbal communication skills are the key to your professional and personal success. My company, Pitch Perfect Presentations, trains executives, management teams, and startups in delivering consistent, effective, engaging presentations to today's diverse audiences to rev up sales, attract clients and fans, and secure funding. Visit PitchPerfectPresentations.com to schedule your complimentary strategy call with me today. That's PitchPerfectPresentations.com, PitchPerfectPresentations.com. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. Now, here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, Vanessa Russell. And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. We again are in the studio today with Selena Johnson. She is again a 23-year-old who entered the foster care system as a baby. Um, She has just come through with flying colors, um, was expected not to live, um, overcame that, just graduated from college, is doing amazing things um, for the community. And one of those things was to co-design the Net Growth Movement, which stands for Nourish, Empower, and Trust Growth Movement, um, which is a way for former foster youth to receive a monthly stipend of $1,000 for a total of 24 months. And that has been signed. It's been agreed to by the Alameda County Board of Supervisors and will start January 2023 and run for two years as a pilot program in the hopes of making it permanent. And so I wanted to ask you a little bit about that. So what made you design it that way? Um, What did you see or experience yourself that made you think, you know, Houston, we have a problem? Um, Through... So each of us, the beauty of us coming together, all 12 of us, um, we were randomly selected based Mm. on our stories. Um, And this opportunity is very dear to our hearts because we lived the experience um, of being in foster care, of transitioning out and not having the resources available, not having enough resources that were actually effective for us to transition into independence successfully. Um, 
So it was it was a great opportunity for us to come together and share share our unique individual experiences um, and identify um, the inequities that go upon transitioning out of care and not having that support. Um, so, so yeah, it was more like a, us coming together as, as a family. Um, it was special, you know? Um, wow. We just remember, we remember every, all the trauma, everything that we had to go through to get to where we are. And it was beauty, beautiful to see, Mm -hmm. um, where we ended up and we didn't go left. We, we chose to go right. And so just um, paving that way for the next foster you, paving that way for the next person to make sure that they don't go through the same experiences. So that's wow. how I, yeah. it sounds like it was not only did you create a, um, and a beautiful program that's going to be a gift to the people coming behind you, but you got some healing out of being in this sort of cohort setting with people with shared experiences. Mm -hmm. Wow. How powerful is that? Um, Mm -hmm. And did you, did you guys test out different ideas, different amounts, different lengths of time? Did y'all think about, you know, I'm just curious how you came up with that. Um, Yeah. So every uh, Saturday from, I I believe we started from March until the end of July um, to develop the proposal. Um, We came together um, in a group setting and just shared ideas, shared what works, what doesn't, what are we seeing um, within our own lives? How can we prevent um, this from happening for youth not receiving resources or feeling unheard or feeling unstable? How can we prevent that from happening? How can we um, give you the opportunity to grow, to transition, transition effectively, um, and not feel the lack of not having enough, you know? Um, and that was what was special. We were able to contribute many ideas, um, individually. Um, so yeah. Wow. Yeah. So you guys all came together and I'm, I'm very interested in, um, the the part about what worked and what didn't work like you know when you when you guys surveyed each other's experiences uh you know what what are some examples of things that were working or not working about transitioning out um we found that uh having a, a eligibility criteria for just benefits in general, um, limited a lot of youth from receiving services, um, which played a role in holding many of us back, you know? Um, so that's why our priority was to make this program unconditional. The only eligibility requirement for youth to receive this stipend, um, is whether or not you've been in foster care. We we believe that a lot of the um, requirements based upon uh, services provided, like housing, um, with uh, tra- transitional housing, st- food stamps. A-, a lot of it is based off of income. Um, it's based off of what's available. Um, we wanted to change that. Change that. We want um, the goal is for people to go into independence and to remain stable. So, although this is just one part of it, um, we believe that it's it's needed um, for more of a bigger effect in the future. Um, but it it comes as a it's a stepping stone. It's the one thing one one thing needed for a youth to go into independence. Um, Yeah. But many things play a role into that. This is just one. Yeah. Wow. And so a couple things that just jump off the page to me. um, And as you know, I've, I've, we're in the process of opening an AB 12 home, a licensed home. This will be our first time doing that. And so we're getting, um, we got our endorsement from Alameda County. Woohoo! Two weeks wow. ago, we were excited. Yes. So 
now the state is reviewing our home and making sure that it's, you know, safe and everything. So say a little prayer for us about that. But um, that'll be from 18 to 21. But one of the things that does concern me and why I'm so excited about your program, your net program is um, the prefrontal cortex, right? Which is where all of you, you know, in the, in, in your brain, um, this structure in your brain that actually is the filing system where all, um, you know, uh, uh, where all files uh, go that critical thinking skills, uh, you know, being able to think through scenarios, make decisions about big life changes and not just kind of be reacting emotionally, which is another part of the brain, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and if that part of the brain, that other part of your brain is trauma, if you have any trauma, that other part of your brain is sometimes a little bit out of whack, right? So that prefrontal cortex gets hijacked and moved out of the way. Well, the prefrontal cortex isn't fully developed until you're 25. Right. So it's kind of for me that I have this concern about 21 to 20. Uh, 25, quite frankly, because I feel like, um, especially if someone hasn't been given the right kind of training through their life all the way through 21, they haven't been taught to budget. They haven't been taught, um, you know, budget about finances, about, uh, you know, cooking, cleaning, um, just different life skills that they might need. And, you know, or they haven't achieved goals around getting a job or working or going to school and they're not yet there, which many, whether they're in foster care or not, 21 year olds, many 21 year olds have not achieved those milestones. Why? Because they're not, they haven't yet bought in that, oh, I got to get a job, you know? So I want to ask you, we're going to take a break, but I really want to ask you about that because about the mindsets of people, you know, you're 23, you remember what it was like to be 21 or even 18, the kind of things that you were thinking about, the kind of ways that you were, um, you know, imagining uh, that your life would go or wouldn't go and the things you were willing to give up or not give up. And I want to ask your opinion about that because it's important for us to be thinking like a young person. Sometimes we've developed these programs thinking like, and you know, not that a 21-year-old is an adult, but thinking like an older person, a more seasoned person, so mm-hmm. like myself, you know, and we need to learn how to project ourselves into a 2021 and remember what it was like. So we'll be right back. Selena's going to take us way back when we get right back. <laughs> and we'll be right back with Love Never Fails Radio. For more information on this program, visit loveneverfailsus.com. That's loveneverfailsus.com. We'll be right back with more right after these messages. Trash bills weighing you down? At Case Industries, we specialize in lowering waste costs and providing trash consolidation and compaction services for multifamily properties, condos, and commercial shopping centers. Let us help you reduce operating expenses and increase property NOI. Case Industries, saving the planet, saving you money. Contact us today for a property trash and recycling assessment online at caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. That's caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. Case Industries, the property manager's friend. Hi, I'm Sandra Herrera, CEO of Case Industries. I've found that many employers are looking for ways to help the community but don't know how. I encourage you to consider supporting Love Never Fails as a corporate sponsor. Love Never Fails offers all the resources necessary to help young women and men overcome the trauma of exploitation and abuse. And that's why I'm proud to have Case Industries supporting Love Never Fails Radio. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. Now, here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, Vanessa Russell. And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. We again are in the studio today with Selena Johnson, just having a great talk about foster care and this wonderful program that she and her cohort. It's called Net Growth Movement, and it's an awesome opportunity to serve former foster or for foster youth that are aging out of the 18 to 21 range. 
and um, and will be provided with a thousand dollars every month for a total of 24 months beginning in January 2023. And so one of the things I heard um, from you, Selena, is that you wanted there to be less criteria for people to gain access to that support. Mm-hmm. And just uh, the only criteria being that they um, be former foster youth, right? That'd be the, the really the threshold. I want to frame this out for you all. Alameda County um, has aged out uh, between three and 400 youth annually. Um, on average. And so uh, that is just something for us to think about. So three to 400 uh, young people is what the number that I'm reading here on the uh, a website. Um, I can double check it, but it looks like that's about right. And so, you know, my, my question to you is, we talked about the various reasons that someone might still need help at mm-hmm. the age of 22. Right. Right. Turn 21. Why does you know, why do people continue to need that kind of financial support? Uh, what what, in your opinion, is the reason why we should do this? Um, and just to reference off of what you said, um, between the ages of 18 and 25, those are crucial, crucial ages where you're stepping out into being your own person. Um, and it's not that youth at that age don't know. I think we more so need that guidance into stepping out and remaining stable. Um, so I, I believe that that is what this program stands for. Um, just a, a redirection and just making sure that they're stable and and have that support um a part of the the funding that is given to this program um we will be developing an advisory panel of experienced um staff and youth who will be contributing and making the decision decisions and um providing one-on-one support mentoring um financial um stability workshops all of those things are going to be um uh, involved in within this program, um, just so youth don't feel alone, um, mm-hmm. or that they have to figure out just to have that guidance, right? Um, I remember being uh 21, having to figure it out, um, and it would have been helpful to have. I had selected people that were there, um, but for the majority of the time, I did have to try to figure it out on my own, um, whether it was trying to find resources, find housing. So just that extra support system right there. Um, it plays it plays a very big role in um, stepping out and remaining independent and remaining stable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, one thing I want to point out, and this is this is for parents everywhere, for foster parents and bio parents. Um, there were some things that my son, who is now 27, needed others to teach him because he didn't want to receive that direction from me. He was tired of me. He mm-hmm. wanted to get out from underneath me and go and figure some stuff out. And so to have a community come alongside and support him to help him learn some things was so essential. Mm-hmm. And and I got to say. I had every resource you can imagine around him and still not until 25 did I notice a complete shift. Well, 24, maybe his, it just, things started shaping, things started changing, things started becoming more clear for him. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, and he was married by then he got married at 21. He had one child already by then. So Mm -hmm. you can't tell me, um, you know, that it has anything to do with the pressures of life. Pressures don't mature you. Uh, they, they make you need to mature faster, but they sometimes can hinder you when people are like, come on, you're, you know, you're, you're about to be 21. You're going to be out on the street if you don't get your life together right now. Right. Right. That, right. that doesn't necessarily like flip the switch. It doesn't make you know any deeper or any more extensively how urgent or and and clearly it doesn't all parents don't know all things 
You know, right. it sounds like your your mom loved you very well. Mm-hmm. She cared for you very well. She might not be an expert in putting together a budget or she might not be an expert in, you know, how I find housing in the Bay Area. Right. 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 And that's where the services come in, you know, just just having that direct support, somebody you can call on someone. Hey, I have a question about that. That would have been very helpful when I transitioned out because I felt like I had to figure it out on my own. It was very frustrating as I was in college at the time, um, freshman year. And, you know, that it is a lot of pressure with that. So just having that that stable support system um, that you could reach out to and say, hey, you know, I have this um, question about this. If I could just get a, a little bit of support and guidance. That's it. And, um, well, and, and let me point out, you're still living with your mom, right? No, no, I'm not. Uh, so I was blessed with the opportunity um, from the foster care system. They launched that uh, um, uh, transitional housing pilot program for youth transitioning out um, Okay. Uh, during the pandemic. And oh, that's right. Yeah, during the pandemic. And I'm, I don't know why it's not at the I'm forgetting the name of it. Um, but yeah, basically, uh, yeah, I'll apply for that. It took a year and a half. Um, and I had to, that's another example. I had to search for housing. My mom, she didn't know how to do it. I had to re, I was calling apartments left and right. Um, I did not know. I've never applied for housing in my life. Um, but it was a humbling experience. Mm-hmm. Um, but it took a long time and like that's the perfect example if I would have had somebody directing me showing me how to fill out a um a leasing application or a rental application sorry um signing my first lease sign doing all of that um I definitely feel like that experience could have been um a little more easier it didn't have to yeah. be as challenging um but because I didn't have that support direct support I had to figure it out on my own um but thankfully um I was blessed to be provided housing in Fremont um and I've been here for it's about to be three years so um yeah and and you were living with your mom while you were doing that right see this is what I want to get at and 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 we're going to take a break here in a second but I want you to hear a few stats this is important On any given day, there are 437,000 children in foster care in the United States, over 60,000 in California. Children who are in foster care for 24 months or longer, um, 15% had five or more placements, 44% had three or more placements. Um, Many youth still exit foster care without support and guidance that they need to transition Um, And many of them, unfortunately, have experienced ACEs, adverse childhood experiences, while they are in foster care. Um, And that can contribute to them being chronically absent, which they're actually more chronically absent than more other populations. Only 53 percent of of, uh, high school graduates will graduate on time versus your average standard in California is 83 percent. And let me get this. The rate of homelessness ranges from 11% to 38%, which is disproportionately higher than other populations. I give you those stats to say this. Thank God Selena had a mom that held her down while she was trying to navigate the housing that was already made available. It's a pilot that isn't available to everybody else. And she was able to get stable housing and graduate college and advocate for other foster youth. This is the pattern that we want to see. Unfortunately, the normal pattern that many are faced with, it looks like 21, you must leave, figure it out, living in a tent, living in couch surfing, trying to figure out how to navigate all these services um, without after having been placed in five or four or three different places and being chronically absent from high school, maybe not even graduating. These are some of the challenges that we're look, we're talking about here. And so I'm so exa- excited and, and, and grateful to you, Selena, for kind of uncovering much of this and being a light and being someone that can speak for 
many other foster children saying, you know what? If you just give me a chance, I could do amazing things. We'll be right back. To join in the fight for love, visit loveneverfailsus.com. Don't go away. Love Never Fails Radio will return right after these messages from our sponsors. This is Dr. Miluna Fausch. I am honored to serve on the advisory board of Love Never Fails, where each voice matters as lives are restored. Thank you for your support. Let's face it, you are making a pitch for something every day. Your verbal communication skills are the key to your professional and personal success. My company, Pitch Perfect Presentations, trains executives, management teams, and startups in delivering consistent, effective, engaging presentations to today's diverse audiences to rev up sales, attract clients and fans, and secure funding. Visit PitchPerfectPresentations.com to schedule your complimentary strategy call with me today. That's PitchPerfectPresentations.com, PitchPerfectPresentations.com. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. Now, here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, Vanessa Russell. And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. We have just been having a wonderful time talking with Selena. Um, she uncovered, she remi- remembered what the name of the the uh, the pilot program that she's been using for housing, and it, and it was... Um, the Foster Youth Initiative Program. FYI, in case you want to know. <laughs> so there you go. It's a pilot program for uh, youth to get act or foster youth that are aging out, right? Post 21 to get access to Section 8. So that is amazing. So uh, incredible to um, be able to speak with you today, Selena. Um, I just want to applaud you. I want to give a big woo woo to you and to your mom to your community, um, to our God. Just want to um, just say thanks for being you. And I'm so, so proud of you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Um, This was a beautiful opportunity. Um, Some things you think aren't important or your story. I used to think that it wasn't, um, but now I see the impact that it's making upon many people. So, I'm inspired to continue to share it, you know, no matter what. And with every, with each time that I do share it, I I heal more and more. So I thank you for just giving me the opportunity to share. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, um, I also want to just let all of you who are listening in know that we have a few events going on, ways that you can engage with what Love Never Fails is doing. We have a walk coming up in Oakland. On September the 18th at Freedom High School, it will be from 4 to 6 p.m. And you can actually access the details of that walk on our events page by going to loveneverfailsus.com forward slash events. And there you will uh, see a link to our um, to our Freedom Walk. And it is um, going to be a. Uh, an effort that we do uh, just in partnership with New City Church Oakland and Easttown Church Dublin. And the two churches have come together. They have kind of put this walk on and um, and all the proceeds will be dedicated to Love Never Fails and the work that we're doing. The tickets are $25 and you will be given a really cool T-shirt and again, be able to support the work that we're doing. There's also going to be free ice cream. It's going to be kid friendly and it's going to be amazing, um, an amazing time for us to just be together in community. And so, again, it's um, September the 18th. That's a Sunday from one. To, I'm sorry, from four to six p.m. at Fremont High School. And we're looking forward to seeing you there. Also want to encourage you to come out to our Community Engagement Center in Hayward at 22580 Grand Street. We are open from 12 to 5 p.m. We have 
toiletries. We have free clothing. We have free business attire for women and men. Um, and just anyone that is in need, please come on over. If you would like to use our, our labs, our computer labs, um, if you need help getting your resume together, interviewing techniques, you're interested in our IT classes, which are getting ready to start up again in October, at least a small cohort, please reach out. Come on out 12 to 5 p.m. Or you can reach out to Davina, and that is D-A-V-I-N-A at loveneverfailsus.com. Did you know that we're a Department of Rehabilitation uh, partner as well? So if you have any disabilities, mental health, um, physical disabilities, any challenges, uh, you can reach out to Renee, R-E-N-E-E, at loveneverfailsus.com, and we'll help you with employment opportunities. So please do reach out um, and um, let us be a part of whatever makes you go pitter-patter, your heart go pitter-patter. We want to be about it. So, of course, we want to end our show today always reminding you, if you haven't heard it before or if you need to hear it again, please remember that you are loved. Thanks for joining us this week on Love Never Fails Radio. We trust that you've been inspired by these stories of hope and love and that you'll accept our challenge to get involved by contacting us at loveneverfailsus.com, by liking and sharing our Facebook page, Facebook slash Love Never Fails Radio, or by making a contribution directly to Love Never Fails. This program is the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails, which is a donor-supported nonprofit ministry that Vanessa founded as a way of directly impacting the lives of young people who are trapped in or at risk of becoming involved in human trafficking. This broadcast needs your involvement and support. To find out more, simply go to loveneverfailsus.com and click on the radio show link. Today's program was brought to you in part by Case Industries, as well as supporters from Faith Fellowship, New Hope Christian Fellowship, and the International Church of the Foursquare Gospel. On behalf of Vanessa and the whole team at Love Never Fails, thank you for listening, and thank you even more for committing to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.